Hello everyone, my name is Jackie, my pronouns are she, hers, and I'm bringing you my podcast, The Tea on Trauma. I love those times when I'm with my friends and I feel so deeply supported that I can be genuine about myself and my mental health. However, I know that we can't always be with our friends, but this podcast is here to give you that shoulder to cry on when you need to talk emotions, mindset, and healing. I'm here to spill some tea on some of my own trauma, the things I've learned, and how I transform my mental health and my mindset. We will laugh and we might cry, but hopefully we can all learn and grow. Thanks for listening to this episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast, The Tea on Trauma. How are you guys? How is everybody today? I hope you all are doing amazing, whether this is the morning, um, the daytime, or the evening for you. I hope it's doing great, and I hope you are staying positive, and I'm proud of you for tuning in and at least, you know, thinking about your mindset, because I'm sure this episode is going to have you doing that at the least, so I'm proud of you for continuing on another day that's amazing so congratulations on that everybody should be proud of themselves every day for like getting out of bed and or just like being a human you know because it's really hard sometimes but um before I get into the content really of today's episode I just wanted to say I don't know why I sounded so sad in that first episode I listened to it uh yesterday and I was like why did I sound so sad? I think I was just, like, so focused and serious that I was, like, you know, in the game. But I, like, listened to it the other day, and I was like, was I, like, about to cry or something? Like, I swear I wasn't sad, but I just sound sad in it. But I just want to say, if you listen to that, I promise I wasn't, like, on the brink of crying or being super, super upset about what I was talking about, because I'm not really... And I'm going to talk about in a later episode of why I'm thankful for my trauma and everything I've gone through. But yeah, I wasn't like sad or anything. I was just like in the zone, you know, I was focused. But today I wanted to talk about anxiety and really that type of anxiety that uh, a lot of times when you wake up, and you just have anxiety for no reason in that type of the where your heart is just beating and pounding. It feels like it's going to beat out of your chest. Um, anybody who's experienced that knows exactly what I'm talking about. So no need to explain it any further. And I definitely noticed after I got attacked that that happened to me a lot waking up. And it would happen so frequently that it really made going to sleep um, kind of uncomfortable because it was like I knew waking up was going to be hard and filled with anxiety. So going to sleep, I kind of was like, Ugh, I have to wake up, you know, like that sucks. That's going to be a lot to deal with. So um, when I committed to changing my mindset, one of the first things I wanted to do was incorporate some things to help my morning anxiety because I also um something I forgot to mention in episode one a big thing with my PTSD was I would wake up 
a lot. I mean, I this is one thing I probably still struggle with the most from being attacked is waking up at like in the middle of the night. It started out at like four a.m. and then in the next couple months it would be five a.m. and months after like six a.m. and now it's like I still kind of wake up, um, in the around that time. Just I think out of habit now, but it's gotten a lot better. But yeah. That's one of the main things I struggle with is just waking up at 5 or 6 a.m. And I just feel the need to, like, get out of bed and kind of, like, look around, you know? Look around my house and make sure, like, no one's there. That's definitely just PTSD, yeah, from being attacked and feeling like someone's gonna be right behind me or grab me from behind at night. And that definitely stems from being awoken to the fire alarm, which then triggered being attacked. So I definitely recognize where it all comes from. But yeah, it's still definitely something I struggle with. And even though it's gotten a lot better and I don't wake up at 6 a.m. Because I normally wake up at like 7.30, 8 a.m. Even though I don't wake up at 6 a.m. every morning now, it still happens. But in those first couple probably six months after I got attacked, it was like I was waking up really early around 4 a.m. and it was making sleep really hard and I would just have a lot of anxiety waking up. So I just wanted to make this episode and talk about um, a couple of things, I guess, that I would do, like put together to help my anxiety waking up either at 4 a.m. or just when I would wake up in general Or just throughout the day, you know, if I just need to take a minute to myself to regroup, get my mindset and anxiety under control. Um, These are obviously just things that help me and I think will help other people. That doesn't mean it's going to help everybody and that doesn't mean it is going to quote unquote cure anybody's anxiety or anything like that so if you're listening and this doesn't necessarily work for you that is totally fine (laughs) I mean I will not be upset or anything I just want this to help anybody who it may help so with that said um the main thing I would say Um, The main thing I would say is that when you first wake up and you do feel anxious or just like whenever when you get that like almost shock to your heart of like anxiety type feeling, I would say don't panic. I think a lot of the times when we get that feeling, we're like, oh crap, that's anxiety. I feel it and it almost like seeps into you, into your veins, like something dark and, um, it's kind of like a little scary. So when you realize like you're feeling anxious, it's like the realization that it's anxiety makes it that much worse. So the first thing I would recommend is don't panic. And when I say that, you're probably like, well, yeah, like it's so easy. If I would not panic, I probably wouldn't be anxious. But one of the ways I try to do that is to just think of anxiety as like something that is not scary at all so that little like feeling in my heart I imagine it in my head as just something tiny and cute that needs 
attention, you know, like a small little animal or something that is like kicking my heart or poking my heart because it needs attention. And in my head, I'm just like, yes, anxiety. I recognize you. I see that you're there. I know that's what you are. I see you. I'm giving you attention just because I recognize you doesn't mean you're going to control my day or anything. Like, I think just trying to put it in your head and seeing that anxiety isn't going to control your day. You're going to control it. And it's just this tiny little thing. Just kind of like visualizing that in your head, at least for me, just makes it seem a little more under my control, a little more manageable. Um, I know other people, especially like in books, say to think of it as a little monster, you know, like to think of anxiety as just some little monster that you can defeat or just like anything. You can picture anything, but you know, it's just like something that you is easy to tackle in your head. And when you think about it, it's no big deal. And so just that little visualization if you first wake up and even realize, like, oh, crap, I feel anxious, just thinking of that already and conceptualizing anxiety as this tiny little being that you can easily overcome kind of just makes it seem more manageable from the jump. But then I would say even before, like, you get out of bed, just lay there in bed, just breathe, don't panic, don't try to figure it out where it's all coming from, you know, don't try to get to the source of, like, I'm anxious about this, or why am I even anxious, or what do I have to do today, just spend, I would say, two to five minutes, or honestly, just 30 seconds, if you don't have that much time, it's fine, I often say that, you, yeah, you need to start out with, like, 30 seconds at the beginning, because it's harder, but then, you know, you can do this for 30 seconds for a week and then the week after do this for a minute and then do it more and more as you get like more used to it but just spend um 30 seconds I guess or five minutes laying in bed and taking deep breaths and do this on a scale of your breathing in and count to three and exhale and you're counting to six So you're exhaling twice the amount of time that you're inhaling and holding your breath at the top of the inhale and holding your breath at the bottom of the exhale. So it would be like inhale for one, two, three, hold, exhale for one, two, three, four, five, six. And if that seems like no big deal, a lot of people say um, inhale for four, exhale for eight on that scale. For me, that's just a little too much. I have asthma, so I don't know if that is like a reason why I have pretty bad asthma. So I just stick to inhale for three, exhale for six. But just do that to start with. Focus on that. Really focus on how your breaths feel how the air feels coming out of your nostrils, the feelings really of it. Just focus on that to begin with. And then when you're just doing that for about five to 10 seconds and you're kind of focused on your breath, 
imagine the numbers in your head and imagine the numbers like you're seeing them the numbers appear and they're made up of something really pretty or something really cool to you you know so for me I imagine the numbers in my head when I'm counting because I have to count my breathing for a while um I'm always like if I stop counting I inhale and exhale for the same amount of time so for me to really focus and get my whole breathing under control I do want to focus on the counting and on the numbers so in my head when I'm doing the inhale for three exhaling for six I picture the numbers in my head and they're made up of beautiful flowers and um, every number will be a different kind of flower so one will be made up of beautiful red roses and then two second two is going to be made up of you know something pink and pretty and then three I usually do dandelions you know just something like that I really love flowers so that's what I picture just in my head and I really just focus on those numbers and just what they look like and I mean you can do that you don't have to just be um flowers you can picture just numbers appearing on a beach you can picture um, animals being some sort of number or just a number, something really beautiful, but just picture it, really try to visualize it. So you're really focusing on the feeling of your breath and working on your breath work while at the same time you're imagining the numbers. You're really, really, really focused just on how it feels. Even if it's just, I know sometimes it can be hard to keep your focus on something. Even if you just do it for one minute of breathing on that three to six or four to eight um, inhale, exhale scale. Even if you do do that for a little bit, it's going to slow your heart rate down. And for me, visualizing the numbers gets my mind kind of off the anxiety and off that realization that I even feel anxious to begin with. And by the time I'm done with it, I just stop whenever, you know, once I'm comfortable and I feel like my heart rate is under control or you can just do it if you just want to keep doing it. If you have a little extra time in your morning, you can do it too. Or, you know, if you just can't stop thinking of things and you do need to get your morning rolling, but that will, if you do it eventually and keep up the breaths, it will just slow your heart rate. Your body will just get used to that breath and it'll slow and it'll relax. So that's a really good thing. You can definitely just do it throughout your day whenever you're feeling those anxious little heart attack type feelings. But especially in the morning because your mind is fresh and you can still just shut your eyes and really visualize and focus on the feelings of the breath and the counting. Really get everything under control. And then after that, you know, you might, your subconscious might automatically, like, think when you're done, like, well, what was I thinking about? What was I just anxious about? Just go back to the little anxiety monster or, you know, your little fuzzy friend, your little animal, where it's just like, I see you. I see that you're there. I'm giving you attention. I recognize you. But if you were something that important that I needed to get done this minute, I would be able to get it done. I recognize you. I don't have to take care of it this exact moment. And just just keep taking deep breaths if you need to.
you know, you don't, there's no perfect way to do this too. It's like when I first started doing things for my mental health, I would follow videos on YouTube or other things. And like, I wouldn't completely see the changes just then and there, but there's, I want to say first, there's no perfect way to do this. Like you can do it for 30 seconds or five minutes. Whatever works for you is completely fine. Just feel what feels natural to you. Let your subconscious just guide you. And also, it's going to be harder the first times. Obviously, trying things new, doing things differently, and trying to like reprogram your subconscious, which leads you to anxious thoughts in the morning... It's going to be different and it's going to take a little bit of time to implement new habits and stuff. But if you just try to do this and just be patient with yourself, you know, don't get mad if you still feel a little bit anxious afterwards. Just keep at it. Just keep at your deep breaths and keep up the patience with yourself for sure. Just be patient with yourself. Don't put yourself at some sort of time limit and don't compare your progress to others. If it works for you, that's good. And if not, there's always other things to try. There's no need to feel like just because one thing doesn't work for you, nothing works. And there's no sense of trying other things. Because I promise everybody's different. If we all had one thing that worked for everybody, we would all be you know, on the same medicine, on the same routines every single day. So just don't worry. It'll all be okay. And you'll be able to find something, a habit that works great for you. But I really think, yeah, this is perfect for those exact moments when you just feel super anxious and that heart, really racing heart type feeling. And anybody who knows that, knows exactly what I'm talking about. So just focus on the three, six breaths or the four, eight breath scale. Just focus on something really pretty in your head while you're counting. Like imagine those beautiful numbers on the beach or made up of flowers. Just really focus on that. Do that for a little bit. Try to do it a couple days throughout your week And really just be patient with yourself. And I'm sure that that will really bring some changes and it will really help a little bit. So, I just wanted that to be kind of a quick, quicker little episode today and be something that you can listen to, you know, if someone just woke up with anxiety and was like, oh crap, I don't know what to do about this. Or you're just going throughout your day and you feel anxious. So, yeah, just a quick, quick little nugget of knowledge and information. I hope you guys liked it, and let me know, obviously, what you guys think. And I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.